minus for a week, you know, just because of the love I have, bitches, love I have. You know, even my homies. I cut a nigga off quick, though, say fuck off forever. Run it back, playboy. Forgive me for them pictures, I don't need no niggas. Sitting with some strap, hugging on something bad. Fucking on something colder and still dropping the fat. Niggas flashing they last, meanwhile I'm in my bed. Quill see them in spares, I'm just happy cuz on. Fuck the last car the year, I need them with me on the road. BM still be playing, cuz BM still a fan. Vent the door, 500 bands, I wonder if it come to 10 right now. That's for my young and Paul out there. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Paul, we've been playing eight ball pool on the iPhone for like two weeks now. Uh-huh. And, you know, that's just something me, me and him do. We just play eight ball pool and conversation happen in between there. Sometimes it don't. Sometimes it's just a game. Somebody lose, somebody win. And you My know. brother? Yeah, your brother. So How did that start? I, I, I just posted something on Instagram said I, I wanted some smoke. And he said, I want that smoke. And then we just been playing eight ball pool on the phone. and Who yeah. get the best of who? Well, you know, at first it was kind of a little, you know, at first it's like jousting. He mm. won like two. I won, Well, I won two that he lost by hitting the eight ball in. Oh, okay. And then he actually won one. And mm-hmm. then I won like two, three straight. Mm-hmm. Like for real. So I, I, I made my statement. Yeah. He won like three straight, made his statement. Now it just... You know, the ego out the way now. The ego out the way now. We just we just playing. Like yesterday, we played one game, no talking. And then, <laughs> hey, that first week, every time somebody won, somebody played, we just send a song to each other. Uh, you know what I'm saying? But but now we just do that in our all time. So huh. whenever he's chilling, whenever I'm chilling, we just play eight ball pool on the on the iPhone. So so and it's nice, man. It's nice. It's That's nice. interesting. And it don't never be like, hey, but you ready to play? It just no. You just, just send, send it, it. Just send it. And just play when they can play, huh? Mm-hmm. Just play when you can play, bro. That's <laughs> uh, interesting. Well, this is episode fifty-four <laughs> of the Transferable Experience Podcast. Remember to do all the things on all the things per mm-hmm. usual. How you feeling today, man? Man, I'm doing good, man. I, I feel good today. Um, uh, energy is up, you know what I mean. I don't feel like bogged down, nothing like that. Yeah. Um. Hey, I was coming off of coming off a good little week, man. Um. It was like this week was kind of like start and stop for me. If that mm. makes sense, it was like start and stop. Cause last weekend, um, I went back home. I went to Orange. Um, and that was like our city's Mardi Gras weekend. Okay. So there's like a lot of Mardi Gras things going on. Mm-hmm. And um so I me and my classmates, um, we we do a party for the middle schoolers. Mm-hmm. Uh it was like a Mardi Gras theme party. And uh I was DJing. And you know what? It was fun to see those kids wild out. You know what I mean? They like TikTok dances the entire night. The entire night, bro. Of course we had the ring light set up, like mm-hmm. So people can do their little, you know, I saw people making videos. So if you making a little TikTok, somebody had went live. I don't know where or where, who was it, uh, but it was a good turnout. But it was good to provide them a good time. Did, were you taking requests? 
Yeah, people coming up there. Mm-hmm. It was just who was requested the most or artists. Young boy, for uh, sure. That makes sense. Young boy from from both genders, like girls uh, and dudes asking for young boy. And then you know, there's a couple of Zodico songs. Some of the girls came out there. Uh, did they little then? Did they little two step? Uh, but it was nice to see that. Did the you know, I got to ask. I'm just curious. Mm-hmm. Did, did they react to, uh, did you play the uh, Lil Baby 4-2 Duke song? Uh, Real As It Gets? No, the other one. Though. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, My yeah. My dog, yeah. like, job. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Vogue like Mick. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Did, no, they, did they, they enjoy that one? They enjoyed that. But I'll tell you what got the biggest reaction. That right foot creep oh, by okay. your boy. I'm talking about the whole, the whole building. The girls, too. Mm-hmm. But it like they were like bopping. Like back in the day, we used to like, you know, we had like a bop yeah. or a little jig. Mm-hmm. They all hit the gritty. Oh, they just started going around just, the, the building, huh? It seemed like just ants, just like at first they came together, like, you know, get a lot. Then when the beat dropped, right foot creep. Well, everybody just started hitting there. I was like, dang, that's crazy. Uh-huh. I said, that's the new, like, Dougie, man. You know, like, remember back in high school, everybody had a car. You could. You might not have been the best at Dougie, but everybody had a little iteration. Yeah. yeah. So, like, that's the iteration, Dan. Like, some mm-hmm. people do their gritty slow. Some people do it fast. Some people got the veins. Some yeah. people throw, throw signs. But yeah, move their upper body. Yeah, move it. Yeah. <laughs> some people can, like, do that work all the way up and down the building. Some people just got three steps. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, coming off that, that was a good time, though. It was good to see them have fun. And what was interesting to me, just to, just to see how, like, they party versus yeah. how we party. Because, mm-hmm. like, we we had snacks for them. We had, like, a little backdrop that they can take pictures yeah. and stuff like that. <clears throat> I said back then when we had, and it was at the same place with Sonic, mm-hmm. uh, which is like a little dance hall in Orange for people that's not from there. That everybody, everybody do something at the Masonic. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's a generational thing. Everybody going to have their time there. Uh, but all we had was straight music. I, yeah, I was about to say, yeah, you, pictures didn't get taken in, until the end. If you was into that, yeah, to the end, yeah, yeah. People and not inside. Just, I'm talking about like outside. Outside, yeah, for sure. Right, you might be taking a picture before, but in there, that nah, nah, no phones out. Uh-uh, no phones out. It wasn't no phones really. It was just straight. Like you had to go up there and talk to somebody and mm-hmm. get live with your people and see some other people get live with then them. I would just go on social media afterwards and recap. Yeah, recap. Yeah, yeah. And then the next day at school, hey, when I saw you, man, blah blah blah. But oh boy, you was <laughs> yeah. I saw oh, you yeah. getting it. <laughs> They're like, oh, you saw that. But anyways, um, they had a good time and they wanted us to do some more because they was like. There's nothing really for our age kids to do out here. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like the high, the, you know, the, the elementary, they still kids, so they got their thing. Yeah. High school is like, they think they grown, so they go chase whatever whatever else is uh-huh. doing. It's like, man, this is good for us. Let that. With that being said, they want to do like two, three more parties. He's like, okay. But I uh, had a good time with them, so I came back Sunday. Um, And work was good, but like, we started working, then like the cold came mm-hmm. and the ice came again. That mud kind of spun the block a little bit on us, and uh, so we had we couldn't really go to work like Wednesday afternoon, Thursday. Yeah. So it was like start and stop. I got into a little flow, then I couldn't go to the gym because the gym was closed and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But good week though, good week, good week. My bad. How about yourself, boss? Man, a lot has happened. I um, finally took my test that I needed to take, and oh yeah, you did. You passed it. Yeah, I did. <laughs> But it was, man, it was a challenge because 
so it was two tests I had to take, and everyone was always everyone was saying the second one was easier than the first one. But I didn't get caught up in that because that's a trap. I know how that go. You know, when mm-hmm. you think you start listening to that, you be like, oh, okay, well, I don't really have to do as much because mm-hmm. it's gonna be easier. Mm-hmm. So I, I would like try to combat that and then think that. But in my mind, I was like, okay, it might be easier, but I'm gonna still prepare the same. Yeah, man. When I say the first 10 questions, because you can, like, mark the ones you want to skip. That way you know which ones to come back to that you didn't answer. Mm-hmm. And, man, bro, them first 10, I was like, <laughs> I don't know. This is different. <sighs> I was like, that last one, it was, like, more so, like, if you study, you should be able to apply that knowledge and know this. These was, like, mm-hmm. almost verbatim, but it wasn't in the study material that I mm. studied. So, it was no way to like use my prior knowledge to get these answers. You just had to know these. You just had to know it, yeah. And man, that book, it was tough, man. Uh, mm-hmm. But I was telling uh, my friend, I was like, it was crazy because it was like really, really hard. It was way harder than the other one. But in my mind, I kept seeing 80 in my head. Like the number 80? The, and the number. But I wasn't paying much mind because I don't know why I kept seeing it because that test was hard. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be honest with you. When I like finished it, I honestly, I didn't know if I even passed it. Yeah. Because it was tough. And they give yeah. you six hours to take it. But how many questions? It's 150. Oh, okay. But it was just like, some of those questions, yeah, it was just tough, man. You, I could see why they would give you six. I mean, it, six it took hours. me three because it just was tough. It was a lot of, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. But, um, but yeah, it, it was, like I said, I, I kept seeing 80 in my mind for some reason, but that test was hard. I was just like, man, if I pass this, this. Mm-hmm. I can't lie. This this go up to the higher power. This go to God, man. Cause, mm-hmm. Nah, <laughs> and we going off my understanding and all that. This he wasn't just confident. I, and like I said, I was prepared, but like it's like you know, like when you prepared enough to know that if you see something, this is something you either went over or didn't. Mm-hmm. That's how I was. It was like no, you like oh I know I don't know this, that. Yeah. Didn't go over this. Didn't mm-hmm. go over this. Didn't go over this. But mm-hmm. when that's so many questions. Like, <laughs> You're like, dang, what did yeah. I study? <laughs> but like I say, I love how it's done like online because it's just instantly, you hit submit, it circle, mm-hmm. get your results instantly. And when I seen that 80, I was like, boy, I tell you. The, you the, made an 80. The power of manifestation. But I, like I said, that thing was hard, man. That was not easy at all. Then mm-hmm. from there, like I said, I it was kind of like a celebration from that because then I went to uh, D.C., and you know that was like my first time, like on the East Coast, East Coast. Oh, depending yeah. on how you feel about Atlanta, uh, <laughs> given recent events, yeah, it depends on what you feel about Atlanta. But no, that was like my first time, like on the East Coast, East Coast, and like, mm-hmm. and for me, it was just like I had never like I haven't been like West and Northwest mm-hmm. and Southeast of America, mm-hmm. and just the South, but I've never been anywhere Northeast. Mm-hmm. So it was just different, like just architecturally, like how everything was set up aesthetically. And uh, like, yeah, yeah. it's not, they don't have space out there. So everything is like consolidated and, and you mm-hmm. got to build up because you mm-hmm. can't build out. Yep. And it was just crazy. Like we were just, and we were in downtown DC. In DC. So it was like, we go to places like we were like on U Street because that's kind of like their 7th Street. And mm-hmm. I'm thinking, I'm so texting. I'm thinking, okay, it's going to be a big open space where you can walk there, have signage. Mm-hmm. 
it just looked like everything else. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is U Street? I didn't even know. Mm-hmm. And then, like, mm-hmm. it tripped me out. Like, every, all spaces, like, these are commercial properties, and mm-hmm. the spaces were so tight mm-hmm. and quote unquote cozy, if you mm-hmm. want to use that word. <laughs> and I was just like, I can just imagine what people's houses are like in the inside if this is mm-hmm. like. Because mm-hmm. even the hotel room that I was in was very like, you know, normal, the space you normally get, that mm-hmm. thing was consolidated and. Mm-hmm. Gotta, gotta, yeah, yeah. Turn your body. It's <laughs> just like this different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it just amazed me. Like I was just like looking out the window every time, and then the the, the way people drive. Oh my mm-hmm. goodness! It's it's cut it's, though. It's I would describe it as impatient and close. Because <laughs> them cars, boy, they be whipping and mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. man, and, and they be right there, bro. Yeah, and I'm like, God dang, then, that like, car was. If a car slowed down, they instantly turning around. Yeah. I was like, bro, you gotta be yeah. a different type of animal to drive on this yeah. East Coast. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, I was like, when I was there, I was like, I understand why people on the East Coast don't own cars because parking is an Olympic sport. Oh, man, it's a hassle. Because we was at this, we was, had got to a residential area and, like, it was like an apartment complex, I guess. And, like, the sign said residential parking only, or no, resident parking only. Mm-hmm. But it was parking on the street. I was mm-hmm. like, bro, this is crazy. Didn't it have like time restraints? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was like, bro, like it was just hard to make sense out of that, huh? The way you have to like, it was just different. It's I was hard, like, that's yeah. a different culture, man. Yeah, and yeah, I was yeah. like, I wouldn't want a car out here, cause yeah. And then like, bro, if I own a house, I can't even find nowhere to park. Mm-hmm. Like, I gotta just what do you, what do people do? Bro, it's, yeah. I was like, bro, this yeah. is different. That's the East Coast. That's the East Coast right there, bro. But like, it was it was cool to see, and like, I liked all the like, you know, we kind of did the whole sightseeing thing, of course, mm-hmm. seeing the stuff you were supposed to see, the Lincoln Memorial. Mm-hmm. But my favorite thing was the African American um, Museum. That mm-hmm. thing is incredible, man. You do, man. I bet that, and what? it was like, uh, so it's six levels: three underground, three above ground. <sighs> It start off the bottom level. Start off with set slavery, mm-hmm. civil rights movement. Mm-hmm. Then like the eighties, nineties, two thousands. Then it's above. Mm-hmm. The first time, the first day I went, went there at three. I think they closed at five five thirty. Bro, only made it through the slavery. Yeah, because you yeah, I was reading everything because they start like they start with. These were the tribes that slaves were taken from, mm-hmm. and they had like the different tribes, and then they talked. About the different tribes, like it really took you through slavery, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then they like it blew my mind because they even talked about it like from like a business standpoint and like the bookkeeping, and they had like stuff showing like mm-hmm. the prices of slaves, and like it was crazy. And then like they even talked about how they packed the slaves on the ships, and it was like two different techniques that they use. And mm-hmm. I think they would say only forty percent of the slaves ever even, made it. Yeah, even so, some people would come like so. The different techniques was, was like. Okay, we're gonna pack as many as we can on here because we know only forty percent gonna make it. Then other people use a technique where it was like, okay, well we gonna kind of space them out that way to give them more of a chance to survive. And mm-hmm. It was crazy, man. And then they had like, I think another thing that like deeply resonated with me was that they had like the sack that they would put cotton in, like a replica of it, bro. Mm-hmm. Whatever sack you thinking of, like a regular sack, multiply that times ten. And that's how much that's how big a sack was that they would carry. Mm-hmm. And you had to fill two to three of those up a day. And I was like, bro, and cotton ain't just take up the most space. Yeah, yeah. And that blew my mind, man. It, it was really eye opening, man. And man, yeah, it's real. it's 
it's it's a place to be emotional, man, for yeah, sure. Yeah, because it was intense, man. It was. I was like, dang, like, I still gotta go, man. Because it's like you be you know stuff, but then when you start getting into like the specifics, like and, the logistics yeah, of stuff, and you, you be like, you think oh slavery, but nah, it's like right. the process of them getting over there, how mm-hmm. they was sold, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and like man, it's crazy. And like they day to day work and how they was just saying how like what the production was at then with slavery, how it like went up like 300% in a year and mm-hmm. like how like whatever the quota, cause you had to weigh your, you had to weigh your uh, sack every day and like mm-hmm. whatever the quota was, once you met, once you met that consistently, they ain't do nothing but keep raising it. Oh, the slave man. So it was like pushing it up. Yeah. It was like, gonna, it to the yeah, then yeah. if you don't get it, you know, you're getting punished. Yeah, and just yeah, yeah. The psychological warfare, being separated from your family. Uh-huh. It's, I man, it was. Yeah. I was man. Had to take some pauses. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I was in it. I just, you know, I mm-hmm. man, it was yeah. Black History Month too. Yeah. It, was, <laughs> it was intense, man. And then I just was like, man, this, I could imagine this, that, man. This, it was man. It, it's it's like it's stuff you knew, but then it was like stuff you didn't know. And then I didn't know that it was like so many like people that had bought their way out of freedom and they had like wrote books and stuff to get firsthand accounts. So now I'm like about to like get some of those books so I can Mm -hmm. like, you know, Mm -hmm. see it from like different, you know, people that actually went through it, their perspectives and how it was. Cause that's, that's that's a different type of physical, mental Mm -hmm. type stuff to go through. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So So that was my favorite part that definitely was my not, favorite. Like I said, we only I only made it through the first three levels. I didn't even make it through like the above part. So you still ain't seen it. No, I don't even know what's up there. Because like I said, I think that's more so like just exhibits artsy stuff. Mm-hmm. But the bottom three, that's where you go through the history. And like okay. I said, the okay. first day, like I said, it took me two and a half hours just to make it through slavery. But that was me reading everything. Then when I went back, I was trying to like kind of like be mm-hmm. okay. I'm I'm not going. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind, but you know, it's, yeah. I'm not the only person there, so I was yeah. like, I'm not gonna spend my whole trip just say, doing this because I could. I'm about to say, I'm the type of person I read everything. Man, in bro, you, that's I ain't gonna lie, bro. That's the place you go with a little journal, bro. <laughs> Write some stuff down, yeah, bro. for sure, for, for sure. real, because it, it was it was good though. And like I said, that mm-hmm. I was in D.C. for the weekend, and you know, the following Monday was President's Day. Didn't work. Mm-hmm. We went to the Wale concert and, Ironically <laughs> Yeah and that was really good Yeah too, yeah yeah That I, was good You know like yeah. How my life work is I enjoy stuff more And I kind of just go into it With an optimistic attitude And not necessarily like Expectations mm-hmm. And I definitely didn't have Any expectations uh, For the concert Going into the concerts But it was like really good Cause like I listen to Wale Not like casually But I like I be jamming Wale So yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. Even in me being like an active listener, he still pulled out a couple. I was like, "Oh shoot, I hadn't heard that in a while." I ain't know he was gonna do beautiful bliss. That was crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. And then what he ended it with, I forgot he was yeah, on that. No, uh, no, no hands, hands remix. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, I forgot she was on that. You know what? That's how I was feeling the whole night. I was like, because I'm also somebody like you. Like, well, yeah. we we grew up in the time when Wale was coming up, so we listened to everything, all the mixtapes, albums, and stuff like that. But He's definitely one of those artists I didn't know I knew so many songs about him. Yeah. Because every song he played, I pretty much knew. I was like, oh, yeah, he do got this. I kept saying, dang, yeah, he do yeah. got this. He do got this. Yeah, so. He got, he got a lot of them. He got, he got, got a deep little cat- catalog. Been around for 10 years. Mixtapes, albums, I'm about to say, in every project, he going to have, like, one of those big mm-hmm. songs on it. You know what was a bit of a surprise? I wasn't thinking about it. 
I should have knew it was gonna get played, but it was it was a pleasant surprise. That the uh that way that way that I apologize. Oh yeah, yeah I was like, yeah. man, you know, I, I did, I just did one of those, like, man, okay, yeah, I he's think, a good guy though, he's a good. But guy. you know, I me, mean, I, I I wanted to hear that uh that dearly the, beloved. That dearly beloved. Yeah. That's what I say. Cause you know, it's always, I always, if I go concert with friends and stuff, I always say, well, what's some songs you, you would like to hear? Mm-hmm. And like all, <laughs> I think the, the three that I named, I heard. So I was satisfied. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know that, what? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, nah, I'm good. You know what I did? And I always do this at concerts. And if people listening, if you do this, man, let me know. Uh, comment or something. <laughs> let me know. There's always a point in the concert where I don't even look at the artist. I look at the crowd. Mm. To see like how much they're singing along to the to the songs and to the lyrics, and he, when he did that song "Bad," the 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 oh, bad, yeah. I looked around. I just see it. I just saw all the the women just singing along word for word. I was just mm-hmm. like, now this is a song that like it came out. It was big. I didn't just jam it like that, but I was like, no, this really touched some folks. Like, oh yeah, that was yeah. People one. people was like. Singing their heart out to that song, and I was like, "Man, yeah, that's that's a big one." But I do that just to like soak in like the reach that an artist has. Mm-hmm. Also, I I like to take a look at the, at the diversity in the crowd because yeah. it wasn't just like it was just black people there. I saw Asian, Hispanic, white, every everybody. everybody. It's always interesting to see like the type of crowd that artists bring mm-hmm. out because mm-hmm. it always like. I just never expected it, but there's always a bunch of couples at Crit concert. Like, yeah, there's mainly yeah. couples. I'm like, it's a lot of couples at Crit. Okay. Like, they enjoy him together. Yeah, like, I was like, okay, yeah. I, I didn't, yeah. I wouldn't think that, but okay. But you get the people like you get the people like Wale, like Currency, like they kind of get a mixed crowd because like their music is like, yeah, it ain't just super race specific, even mm. though they're talking about you know stuff. So I like seeing those type of crowds. You know what I mean? Even the Isaiah concert that was. A very mixed crowd, you yeah. know what I mean? And you get it, you get like you see you see some of the you see some of the you see some of the gangsters, you see some of the hipsters, you see some you yeah. know what I'm saying? And I'm I, about to say in that age range, it was an age range because it was some yeah. some older gentlemen in the in the Wildlife <laughs> concert. I was like, makes sense. <laughs> uh yeah. but 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 uh but shout out to even just being able to go back to concerts, man, because at yeah, one point yeah. at one point People, you know, we couldn't even do that. So, yes, yeah, it's it has been a while. Just mm-hmm. as I say, it's kind of nice to like stuff isn't normal by any means, but it's nice to have like some sense of normalcy or some or be able to do some of the things that you enjoy before yeah, yeah. all this. Yeah, uh, it occurred. might it might be with some adaptations, but yeah, I accept it all in the same. Um, but it is nice to get back to kind of some of that stuff because, like I say. You know, sometimes it'd be like that stuff where it was just like a, it was a given, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you didn't really appreciate it or mm-hmm. as much. But now it's like, oh man, it, it just feels nice to be back in here and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. around people, listening to music that we like, seeing right. the artists that you like perform. Right. And I'm definitely getting to that point where I just get the merch, bro. I don't know why. I just, I'm starting to just like the merch better than the regular clothes. You so. know, it was so crazy because, like, I remember, like, that in my younger days. That wasn't even a long line, day, though. That wasn't even a long line for Wale. No, it wasn't at all. Uh-huh. But I was crazy because I, when I was at my peak of going to concerts, um, I never, um, 
never even thought about murder. Like I would, mm-hmm. I would literally walk in, do a little quick glance, and right, right. Mm-hmm. keep going. Mm-hmm. But now that's like that is a, that's part of my concert yeah, experience. Part of, yeah, to be mine honest, too. like mine too. I'm probably gonna get some merch. Yeah, yeah. Even if it's just like a shirt or something. Yeah, and shout out to Wale though, because yeah. his uh, merch was a little bit more affordable than merch normally. It was did. affordable in this quality. I got one uh, of his shirts on right now. So if you're watching on YouTube, this one of the shirts. It's actually nice. It's durable. It ain't a gilded. Yeah, I might say, you know. Yeah, you know, so if you put that. Some of your favorite artists, they charge you $100 for, for a gilded. Come on, bro. I'm like, hey, I used to buy those $5. I was about to say, I can step that myself. <laughs> I know what a press on look like. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Uh, but. But no, man. I'm glad to hear that you had a good time in DC and things like that. I almost forgot that you even went out there, man. Well, yeah, man, it was a good time. Like I say, it was. I like I like just witnessing different cultures and ways of life. And that's a mixed area. That's and a I say, granted, pie. it was we were still in America, but that ain't Dallas. No, that ain't Dallas. That ain't so Dallas. it was interesting to see. Like I said, I was just observing and like. Mm-hmm. It was so interesting too. Like you could tell, like the people that was visiting versus people that lived on they the east coast. Because the east coasters, man, they had like just one little cool, little small, mm-hmm. concise little, coat yeah. on. Yeah, everybody else bundled up layers. I had on <laughs> hoodie and jacket most time, <laughs> and it was crazy too, man. They had a wind advisory. I said, "A wind, wind advisory? advisory. What the, heck is, mm-hmm. the wind hurt that bad?" Mm-hmm. I understood what they meant at the end of the day. Oh, because mm-hmm. it wasn't even like because you know. I love Dallas. It was 30 here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it wasn't like it was just super. It wasn't colder there. Mm-hmm. But that wind. It was whipping. And it, bro, it just cut through you. And I was like, okay, I see why everybody kind of got this locals got like that nylon type. Because mm-hmm. I don't think the wind can get. You put that on. Because everybody, I'm telling you, all the locals had on those type of nylon jackets. Mm-hmm. They didn't have on like no. Like, you know, no, peacoats. Or no regular. No, mm-hmm. it was like, though, and just one. It was super thin. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, yeah, they know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. They combat that wind. Man, that wind. That wind chill. Huh? It just, it just get, get through every crevice, mm-hmm. man. Let me ask you this, uh, and I know I've, you know, but uh, I was talking to my brother about this yesterday, like, because he was asking me, like, how do the streets look? Because, you know, I live in New York, right? Mm-hmm. And I live in, I live on both coasts. And he was asking me what the streets look like out there, and I was like, well, we kind of have a luxury here in Texas where our infrastructure doesn't always have to take into account the geography of the land because Texas is like overall pretty flat. Yeah. Like we don't have to deal with a mountain being in the middle of, of, of Dallas. You know what I mean? Yeah. We don't have to, uh, we don't have to deal with that in most areas. You, mm-hmm. know, you get to West Texas, West, West Texas. Yeah. Kind of, but not over here. Not as much. Mm-hmm. We got some hilly areas, but that's it. On the East Coast, them people build around. They got to build with the elevation. Mm-hmm. So the roads be a lot different. They be a lot of, they be kind of construed to fit around the the geography of the land, whether that's like a, a mountain or a valley or something like that. Like, like I remember I didn't even drive on a mountain road until I went to California, you know what I mean? Yeah. We don't, we don't got to do that here, you know what I'm saying? I'm about to say, it was crazy because I've driven to San Francisco and like, mm-hmm. when you got to literally drive through the mountains, yeah. that, that road isn't like yeah, it the went, most it wide. wide. Yeah, yeah. yeah, And them turns ain't I'm just... I'm about to say, that's a massive drop-off. You look down, I'm like, Ooh. bro, people just eat this like it's nothing. And people Dang. do this like drunk at night, yeah. you know what I mean? Shh. They shouldn't, but they do that. I was about to say, I'm scared <laughs> sober. <laughs> um but no, I just want to uh, say that before we roll into this next thing. Uh, so we wanted to go through uh, part two of our personality test. You're uh-huh. sitting here with two protagonists. Uh, 
Jahir uh, Ed and myself. I'm going to um, pop it off right here. Uh, we were going through some of the topics, right, that kind of help you explore your type. And uh, we stopped with our strengths and weaknesses. And um, before I start, shout out to all the listeners that, like, did the test. Yeah, people really Yeah, people did the test. Because, like I said, this was, you know, you had introduced this to me. So I was like, oh, I didn't know it was like. That's crazy. You didn't know about it. So, like. It was a thing that people mm-hmm. really like. I feel like this is as big as like love languages and that kind of stuff. Like, yeah, it's pretty big. Yeah, it's pretty big. It's pretty it's big. It's like oh, I did not know. Yeah, cover cover people sent us they uh they results. Thank y'all for participating, man. And if you haven't yet, please go take the test. Let us know what you got. Yeah, we'll throw the link in the bio. Yeah, again. for sure. So I mean, in the description. Excuse <clears throat> me. Man, go ahead. Um, well, mental relationships. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a good place to start. <laughs> With the protagonist, they say protagonists can be intense when it comes to matters of the heart, and they wouldn't have it any other way. People with this personality type rarely settle for anything that falls short of their ideas, and their romantic relationships are no exception. Uh, you got a reaction? Not yet. I'm going to read a little further. <laughs> okay, okay. Protagonists want to fall in love with the content of a person's character. And the tenure of their soul, not just the way they look from across the room. Although these personalities may come across as outgoing or even a bit flirtatious, few protagonists are satisfied by fleeting attractions. attractions. Their standards are high, and they know it. In fact, this awareness might have protagonists a, a deeper appreciation of just how rare and precious it is to feel a real spark with another person. And in turn, just how rare and special it is when the spark grows into the steady flames of true abiding love. I think that's true, man. That, mm-hmm. that is, uh, I think that you can go ahead and share your thoughts first. Man, I'm about to say, I'm, about to say I want, I, I, I'm reacting to it. Uh, so there was a lot to unpack right here. Um, and I know with myself, right? Um uh, seeing that stuck out to me, right? It says people with this personality. It's in the first paragraph. People with this personality type rarely settle for anything that falls short of their ideals, mm-hmm. right? Like, I know myself. I have a. I well, I do a lot of self evaluation. I do a lot of like self critiquing of myself, and I through that. I, I mean, we had an episode about the trials and errors. Through those trials and errors, bro, like. I've kind of like refined what my, I ain't gonna say ideal woman, because I, I just think that it comes into into different, it comes to different ways. Mm. But these marquee things that I look for in somebody else, I know what those things are. Those things are like set in stone. You know what I mean? And if I'm dealing with somebody that doesn't exactly ex- exude those things or exhibits those things, mm. that's not even a knock on them. I just be knowing that like I can't. I'm the type of person I know that's not gonna function well with myself. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And that can sometimes be misconstrued as and, and you know this, that can be misconstrued like, oh man, you got high standards or like you know what I'm saying, you ain't got no type of like room for, you know, whatever, uh, uh improvement or understanding. Mm-hmm. You're like, no, that ain't you just like misunderstood everything I just said. I was saying, no, you a good person. Mm-hmm. And how you how you behave is how you behave. It's that I don't fit into that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and that's yeah. what I be trying to tell. Yeah. Well, that's what I was trying to tell people, you know, or or these women that I was dealing with, like, bro, it, it ain't you. I promise you, bro. Uh-huh. I promise you. I promise you. And um, 
don't know. We net just made that. It's just like right here in the last paragraph, their standards are high and they know it. Yeah. That, uh, I, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I haven't. And I've been told this. I ain't never just said my standards are high because mm-hmm. I don't even think they high. I just yeah. be like, this is just what I look for. Like, this is just what I accept and don't accept. Mm-hmm. And uh, some people are like, oh, man, that sounds like kind of strange. It's like, you know, one of these, you remember what I used to say? Like, I like I like a woman that's opinionated. You know, I like a woman that's ambitious. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Got got that caliber. You know how you say that word caliber? Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and that's just me. Like, I like those things I'm attracted to. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I ain't no high standard. That's just like a personality trait. You know what I'm saying? I feel yeah. like. <laughs> like I say, but I, I'd like, like, 100% agree when they was like, um, you know, being that you know that you are particular, I won't say high standards. Mm-hmm. It give you a, a deeper appreciation, appreciation. of mm-hmm. just how rare and precious it is to feel a real spark. Yeah. Another part because I was like, yeah, that's true. Like when you do get that, yeah, because yeah, that like yeah. that don't come around that often yeah. with me. Whereas like that spark, and when I feel that, I was like, oh yeah, because I appreciate that. Because I be wondering sometimes, just observe. I'm like, I wonder do people just always feel that about everybody they deal mm-hmm, with? Because mm-hmm. I I can't I say d- that that's the case. Yeah. But no, I just I definitely thought that was true. And, uh, and when it's like that, bro, I feel like. I feel like I treat it differently when it's like yeah. that. You know? I, I, bro, I, was, <laughs> you know? I was telling you that uh, er, um, last week. It's, it's like I, I got like a different energy towards that. When I feel that spark, it's just like yeah, it's just something about it. Just make me want to like. It's just get, got yeah. a different type of energy I'm to, trying it. to Yeah, I'm trying to. Yeah, get it. To it ain't as like oh okay yeah, okay well, yeah yeah, yeah, can, yeah. It's like nah, we no, nah. I found this. We gonna do this <laughs> and then man, I, let's find another. Oh yeah, we gonna yeah. It's like yeah. it's different when that spark and and you really be trying. I'm like. I really be trying to show you a good time. I really be trying to like take yeah, you out, like rather than it being really where you want to go. Oh, I don't know. Let me Google something real quick. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a different energy, man. When it got that spark, but mm-hmm. like I say, I, I do feel like that spark. I can probably count on just one hand. How how many times, times that, that that spark, that true spark? Mm-hmm. You know, that's crazy. It's kind of like hitting a home run. They say like when you hit it, you don't feel nothing. It's kind of mm-hmm. like that. Like man, it just it's seamless. Right? You know? Yeah. Um, and then I'm just going to read some of the next little section right here. It says, moving beyond the dating game. When protagonists fall for someone, they tend to fall hard. Hallelujah. And they're not coy about it. <laughs> protagonists are among, are among the personality types that most readily express how they feel, so they often find themselves making the first move rather than playing games or waiting for reassurance that the other person feels the same way. That's crazy. <laughs> in the dating world, protagonists' willingness to put themselves out there can be refreshing and more than a little unusual. This, along with the intensity of their passion, is incredibly appealing to many people. That said, because protagonists do so often make the first move, they may encounter their share of rejection as they search for a kindred spirit. Action. Yeah, I, <laughs> man, I was into that when yeah, I yeah. my mind started running. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I, I do think that's true. It's like that's what it kind of go into that spark and like that that mm-hmm. intensity and passion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and um, I don't know. I felt mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it's different now because we was adults, but I feel like in my younger days, I used to feel like that, and I felt like that could be kind of off putting. Like, oh, you too. 
too forward. Yeah, or mm-hmm. or like you 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 too like like I say, you just willingness to put yourself out there. Oh and yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, can yeah. you like chill or you yeah. get calm? Like oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like that kind of made me used to pull back because I used to be like that where I'm. Expressing mm-hmm. feelings and stuff, <laughs> and maybe the woman was just like, "Oh, oh dang, this is our second day talking." You know what I'm saying? Like, this like a, dang, I, it ain't. Yeah, I'm like, oh, okay, my bad. Yeah. So yeah, it is a certain intensity mm-hmm. and passion. Um, like I said, it, again, it's, I guess it just depends on the type of person. It can be, like they said, incredibly, incredibly appealing to some, and then it can be off-putting, yeah, to others. Mm-hmm. Be like unusual. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say this. So in most of my intimate encounters, right, with women, um, for sure, heterosexual, um, I have probably always now that's something I can count on one hand. I can count on one hand, probably on three fingers, how many times the girl made the move first, right? Mm-hmm. Because me being a forward and expressive guy. And I guess me being a protagonist, according to this website, I did not find, like right here it says, when protagonists fall for someone, they tend to fall hard and not coy about it, right? Yeah. So I was the type of person, like, I was never really the person that was just trying to play too many games. Like, if I liked, if I liked somebody, I found a woman attractive or something like that, mm-hmm. I used to always just be like, man, I'm going to just let it be known, like, yeah, I mean, because like I mean, it kind of be weird in the hallway if she say no. Because I mean, I have been told no, and I have been rejected. Yeah, but like I be telling myself at least I said something. Yeah, I don't like living with that thought of not yeah. saying nothing. Like, cause that's gonna eat me more than the rejection. Like the yeah, rejection, that's true. The rejection might sting right there. Uh huh. Well, you know, but it stay for a little bit. Yeah, I tell y'all, man, she ain't we. You know, mm-hmm. but two weeks later, I'm off that. And the next time I see her, she like, she might even know how I'm coming, so she mm-hmm. might feel a different way. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, that, that yeah, that regret though, that not regret, even yeah. or making that move or just saying what you well, wanted to say. Yeah, and it was different when we was young, right? So we was in school with these women, right? So like, okay, I'm gonna see you tomorrow. Yeah, but nowadays <laughs> when you older, like you see somebody or you catch somebody at the store at a kickback, you're like, I don't know, we're never see this girl again. Like, yeah. And I don't want to be on the ride home, like, hey, I could have said this. Or oh, I man, I wish it. I would have said you know? hey or something, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And right here, say when they fall for someone, it don't necessarily got to be like love. It could just be like attraction. Like, mm-hmm. you see something like, man, dang, Charlie looking right over there. Like, I got to go say something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But um, I felt that when I was reading that. Um, and also, I know I'm a person going past the dating game, like, let's just turn the lens on to, like, okay, I do get the girl number, right? Mm-hmm. Or if we do start talking, like, I am a pretty, like, open person in, in that phase of it. Like, yeah. I'm going to tell you a lot of things. Like, yeah, I mean, I'm not trying to do that to rope you in to, like, you ain't got to say that stuff to me, but I'm just telling you so you can get to know me. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, and, uh, yeah, because I, I just live with that motto. It's like, you're going to form an opinion about me anyway. I might as well tell you everything. You form an accurate opinion rather than you form it based off me just mm-hmm. kind of sort of telling you a little, not too much. You know, like, no, yeah. this is me, all yeah. of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, are you interested or not? <laughs> <laughs> like everything. Like we, we're going to put it all, <laughs> just going to put it all on the table right here, right now. Man, I remember one time I asked this girl, I said, how'd you sleep? She said, do you understand that that's a weird question? I said, 
<laughs> I asked her how she sleeps. She's like, that's a kind of a weird question. I said, what? I said, that was the first time it ever happened to me. That was like three years ago. In New York. I think I was in New York. And she was like, that's kind of a weird question to ask him. I was like, why? I just asked him, how do you sleep? Like, you could have yeah. just said good. You could yeah, have said That's like common courtesy small talk in I the guess morning. she felt like I was trying to get an inside look at her bedroom or something. Like, no, I didn't mean like. Oh, yeah, I, that's I, wild. No, but yeah. I don't think she, I don't know how. She didn't even really explain it. I was just kind of like, well, this is kind of weird. I just asked you how you, how you sleep because yeah. I thought that would affect how you feel right now. So. Yeah, I might say you normally get a, a, a good one word or maybe a sentence response yeah, for that. Nothing yeah. too deep. Then you move on. Yeah. I mean, that's I thought that was a pretty. I don't know. In the South, that's a, a common question. I yeah. don't know about yeah. other places. But, but you know, people, that's what they're like. Well, you know, people weird, so I can't be too mad. So, mm-hmm. But then, uh, so <laughs> moving on to the next, the irony is called dreaming together. <laughs> and it said, even on the first date, these personalities may steer the conversation towards hip, weightier topics. Protagonists don't just want to find out what TV shows someone watches. They want Ooh. to get a sense of the part of their partner's dreams and aspirations, the changes they hope to make to themselves and to the world. And as the relationship deepens, protagonists take pride in supporting their partner to make good on these dreams. Man, that that that's the one right there. Come on, right. dog. Come on, dog. That's like, me. Yeah, we we get to it pretty quick. That's I, me. I, you know, I, uh, you know, just talk to, just trying to get to know somebody. I'll do the little mm-hmm. ha ha he he mm-hmm. for a few exchanges, but then right after that, we got we, to get into some real stuff. Yeah, yeah. Tell me why your daddy gone. Oh my goodness. Tell me why your daddy in jail. <laughs> what part did you play in your your last relationship? Not working. Come on, Bo. Those real questions. How do you handle rejection? You know what I'm saying? How are you when you upset? How do you deal with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you shut down? How was your childhood? Happy, sad? Yeah, D- that's depression? a good one. My therapist told me you should always ask that on the oh, I always day. do. How was I, your childhood? I always do. I always do. He said, because that can give you an insight onto how a person <clears throat> is now. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, we live in a society where so many things are superficial, so many things are on the surface, right? So many things are just how somebody look, what they got, what they wearing. Mm-hmm. Like, that's cool, but like it's it's the deeper questions that 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 we have the deeper conversations yeah. that are being had. That like, let me get to know who the who is this yeah. person. Let me you know, know who that? who you are and who what you makes you are. you. What makes you you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because that's my thing. Like I, of course, I'm human, so like it got to be a natural physical attraction. But that just get my interest. What keep me there is like. Mm-hmm. Getting to know you and how you think and view the world and mm-hmm. what your values are and mm-hmm. how you go about conducting yourself through life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what makes me attracted to a person. Yeah. I was thinking about this the other day since we're here. I'm going to go ahead. Come, come on, it. let's talk about it. What attracts me these days, I like to be taught something by a woman. I want to, I got to learn something. Like it can be formal as heck or just. It's this soap I like to use or mm-hmm. yeah, it's just a little hiking spot I like to like mm-hmm. I need to gain some type of something from mm-hmm. you. Like I just don't like those that just I can't learn nothing mm-hmm. from like, like we just float in this mug. Yeah. yeah, or they learn everything from like 
teach me something. Like I say, it can be one of your hobbies. Like, yeah. if you know how to knit, show me how to mm-hmm. hit that crochet or like uh-huh. how you do the little three. Something I got to learn something from you mm-hmm. in any capacity, and that's what I, I'm attracted. Like, tell me about a book you reading that's real good. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, that do sound good. Let mm-hmm. me let me get that. Or what's the name of it? Mm-hmm. Something like I can't like. I just noticed in my older age now, I just don't find, like, I'm not attracted to somebody that I can't learn nothing from. I guess it can be the smallest of things. Mm-hmm. It can be like, oh, you use that stuff? Nah, you need to be used. Like I'm saying, it don't got to be nothing deep where you mm-hmm. telling me my philosophy of life wrong, <laughs> uh-huh. but just something, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely understand that. And I, I, I like, <clears throat> to build on what you were saying, I like that, when they teach me that, it's giving me insight to how they even view that whole little concept. Yeah. Or if it's their interest. Like, you say you like doing this, teach me something about it. You know what I mean? And yeah. I like to, I love being a student. Yeah, you know I'm about saying? to like, say, I'm, I'm a student love, in life. So I'm about I, to say, yeah, I, I love it. Like, I yeah. love when I get my eyes, you know, man. My girl, my my girl, she taught me. You know, she got me. She got my gravy good from scratch because she was telling me how you. You know uh, what I'm saying? With the flour, with the flour, and how to work and, that thing. Yeah, and then she's like, "You got a little whipping cream. You could dick in that mug up." Yeah, but I was like, I was so appreciative. Yeah, because like, it's just a degree. It's like a degree of just like consideration that you're giving me to even take the time to explain it because you already know how to do it. You yeah, know what I mean? That's true. So when you teach me, I'm like, man, I like that. Man, there's a the last sentence of this first paragraph you read is pretty much my stance in every relationship. I'm gonna read it again. It said, "In the actual relationship deepens, protagonists take pride in supporting their partner to make good on those dreams." Okay, so I'm in a relationship right now. You know, as most of our listeners know, this is what I tell. And when she hears this, she's gonna say, "Why are you telling all the people that?" Well, this is what I tell my girl all the time. I say, hey, I can't make you happy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I can't make you successful. You got to want that for yourself. Mm-hmm. I said, I, like when somebody, like even when she asked me and when other women ask me this, they say, okay, what's your intention? You know, what's your intention with this? What you, what kind of man are you trying to be in a relationship? I say, I'm trying to be the type of man that supports you to your happiness. Like mm, how you that's def- a bar. how you define that is how you need to tell me, and then I will act accordingly. Like yeah. If a girl, if a woman, or I say girl, if a woman, um, it's like okay, my dream is to, I don't know, become I don't know a lawyer, right? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Or my dream is to become a doctor. Mm-hmm. Okay, what we need to do to get there? You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I'm not trying to tell you, hey, you need to be going, to, you need to be applying to medical schools right now because. That's your stuff. Yeah. But when you come back and tell me, hey, dang, I got this medical, you know, I got to be at this little uh, convention next week. Okay, what will you do to get there? What's going to happen there? Mm-hmm. And then that's the opportunity for you to teach me. Yeah. Like, okay, they're going to have this acclaimed doctor there that's a cardio surgeon or whatever. He's doing this. If I get that information, I could take that. And you know what I'm saying? Yep, yep. And I be trying to support that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I be mm-hmm. wanting to. I be wanting to see that. I be wanting to applaud you. I be, you know, I want to applaud you. So I be wanting that. I don't know. I take that. And then in the, in the, in the next paragraph, we kind of talk about it. Yeah, I must say, say this, yeah, this one. The protagonist carries this a step further, taking on the partner's goals as their own. This can be problematic to say the least. <laughs> if mm-hmm. protagonist personalities become over invested in helping their partner, 
they may end up neglecting their own self-care hobbies and friendships. They may also be at risk of pushing their partner to change their life in ways that they simply aren't ready for. And this is the conversation me and my me and my woman be having. You know what I'm saying? Like, I be wanting it for her, but I know I got to take a step back and draw back because I'm going to get invested and I'm going to want to help you do this, but, like, it's still something that got to be done in your time. Mm-hmm. Can't be done on my time. And in my way. And I know that. Yeah. And I know I get like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Which is just part of the self-awareness that yeah. I've been trying to practice. I think we talked about this in, like, one of the ep- episodes because I was saying, like, that's why, like, Mm-hmm. For me, being solution based and stuff, like if I'm dealing with a partner, I put that on my partner. So like, mm-hmm. I do kind of. That's why I'm kind of weary of what people got kind of got going on because I know if I be in their life naturally, I'm gonna want to try to help them, you know, mm-hmm. and be supportive. Mm-hmm. So you do kind of take on what other people going through because that's why sometimes I gotta act. I be honest with myself. Mm-hmm. Is this something I want to take on? Because I know, like, my personality, I'm not going to just mm-hmm. passively sit by and be like, oh, well, shoot, that's them. They really ain't got nothing to deal with me, do with yeah, me, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to do that. And I kind of go into the next one, um, the next paragraph where it says, protagonists carry this too far. No, when protagonists carry this too far, they often find that the pressure they put on their partner to better themselves backfires in one of two ways. <laughs> mm-hmm. Their partner may become insecure, fearing that they aren't good enough as they are, or they may become angry, feeling resentful of the implication that they need to change. Either way, protagonists must learn to encourage their partner to grow without pushing them too hard. Because that's yeah. the thing when you say, like, it's like when you find out what people are trying to do, I'm a man of action and accountability. Yeah. So you told me you wanted to do this. I'm yeah. saying, hey, uh, how you coming along on that? What you doing? To- yeah. Oh, I hadn't really started. I was like, oh, well, that happened. You said that like yeah. six yeah. months ago. You <laughs> When you going, I mean... <laughs> The fall is August. It's it's June, so you gonna like not school, wait. School start too much. So what you gonna? Like, <laughs> but that's what I say though. Yeah. It can be that, and now it's like yeah. resentful. Well, they don't want to tell you stuff because yeah, they're like they yeah. know if you if they tell you, you gonna hold them accountable. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like mm-hmm. sorry. People people scared of that. People yeah, are scared. I'm of be that. like sorry. Like yeah, I'm, yeah. T- but in my mind, I'm trying to support you and like help you really get there. That's yeah. what you say. You, now yeah. it's one thing if you say, "Oh, I've been thinking about maybe doing something, but I'm not sure." Okay, think okay. on it. But if you say, yeah. "Hey, I want to go get my master's from mm-hmm. uh uh uh," mm-hmm. well, okay, mm-hmm. uh, shoot, I I'm no genius, but I know schools start <laughs> in the spring this, and fall. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. when you trying to go? Yeah, when you trying to? How go. you took your GMAT? Yeah, your, or you gonna do the uh, yeah, GRE? Trans- you got your transcripts? Yeah, yeah. Like I'm gonna say, I, <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I done went through a little life, so I know like the process of certain stuff. You ain't gonna just show up that Monday mm-hmm. ready to learn. Mm-hmm. You got financial aid, right? You didn't apply. How mm-hmm. you, you go out of pocket? What you doing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't know because it's like, but I. That is true. That ends mm-hmm. up what being what happens because it's like from our perspective, we just trying to help and support. But like I say, <clears throat> yeah, so, it can be taken the wrong way. I think I feel like sometimes when people do that, when when we do that, protagonists, all my protagonists out there, shout out to Toby, he's a protagonist. When we do that, I feel like the other party feels like we're shining a light on their insecurity, and they're like, or like their shortcoming, like because if you act that. And follow me, follow. Mm-hmm. Like if you ask that and they say, No, I haven't took my G Mat, they gotta come to the realization that dang, you could have just signed up for the G Mat and just went and took it. 
But instead of doing that, you probably did some other stuff. And some people run away from those real, realizations, you know. Or they, or they'd be like, or they'd be like, oh, I gotta do this and this yeah. in order to just get to that point. They may yeah. owe a school a little money, or they may mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. something, something. So, you, so mm-hmm. you may say, like you say, it's like you may say, well, hey, have you taken care of that, or are you working towards that to be mm-hmm. able to do that, or? Mm-hmm. And it's like people are like, like you say, they's like. It's almost like a certain level of shame or something. That's, that's so they exactly don't, what it is. That's exactly what it is. So they don't want to like embark it and embrace yeah. it and start mm-hmm. working through it. Yeah. So they kind of just they don't out want, of sight, out of mind yeah. on purpose. They, like I don't want to yeah. think about it. Uh-huh. Yeah. And if you ask them, that means they got to deal with it. Yeah. And, that's, and, and people run away from that. And they be trying to avoid it. Yeah. They be trying to avoid that. They be trying to avoid that. Because I, yeah. I get that. I get that. And then, I'm saying, and then the fact that you bringing it up when they already kind of feel yeah. a way about it, it yeah. kind of just make it even more. Yeah. It make it even more like, you know. But see me, I'm like a thank you. Like, yeah. Well, see, Help me go through this, the steps. Like, that's. I'd appreciate that. Well, see, I like when we can talk through it. Okay, I'm gonna yeah. just stay with the example. You ain't taking GMAT. Okay, why? You know what I'm saying? You might be, you know, apprehensive for ten, but you finally like, okay, I can't afford it. Okay, but it's like GMAT wa- waivers everywhere. You know what I'm saying? We can start looking yeah. up those. Like, or I, you start saving towards. Yeah, it. I'm like, bro, like. But I'm, then if I see you buying a pair of shoes, like <laughs> GMAT is. The uh, two one. This is uh, okay. Oh, okay, shit. the map. You know, sometimes the map be math. Yeah. like, huh? Okay, yeah, for sure. you got the Georgetown ones. Like, yeah, oh, okay, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But like you know, but I mean, in in that instance, this is just a real question: Is the judgment warranted after that? It's like, well, I guess it is. Like. If you just decide to buy some J's instead of doing that, yeah. I don't know. But see, I think that's the thing too. Some people, I feel like, I guess some people per, per, like pursue stuff in a different in a manner. Different way, yeah. Like I'm pretty hands on and you straightforward with it and getting to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if I say, okay, this is what I once I it Lock ain't in. a conceptual a concept. Mm-hmm. This is okay. I'm trying to do this. Now we start. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We start. I might do a little research, but. We putting the you know mm-hmm. the wheel in motion and it's like okay I did that now it's that for this now it's this it ain't a oh yeah I looked at it but mm-hmm. uh, I hadn't really I don't know I'm still kind of yeah yeah but and then you be one asking like okay do you even still want to do that you know yeah. what I'm saying like, or or if somebody if you get into a conversation again <laughs> and people bring up their dreams it's still the same but you be like a year done passed and it's like I, I know you said you had to do some stuff beforehand but you ain't started doing any of it so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or is it just it, does it just sound good? Is it just fluff? Mm, yeah, yeah. To like, you know, make you yeah, look good, look or is good. this something you really try and pursue? Because yeah, yeah, and those are real questions people have to answer. And at the end of the day, slow motion is better than no, no motion. motion. So yeah. if you say, "Oh, well, first I got to take this little biology class," mm-hmm. right. take the biology class first, yeah. then yeah. you yeah. can do the yeah, other yeah, stuff. Yeah, then yeah. you can apply. It's like, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I don't know though. I, I can see how that can be. Mm-hmm. If you that if you depending on your personality type, I can see how you wouldn't enjoy that or think like you get that resentment or you feel like mm-hmm. somebody trying to push you too much. But it's like this is what you said you wanted. Mm-hmm. I didn't say, hey, I think you should do this. Mm-hmm. Go mm-hmm. do it. I'm gonna tell you how to do. Like, yeah. No, it's no, like no, no, no. You told me you wanted yeah. to do this, and you know what's crazy? It's the humbleness in me knowing that I do that. That I do like that. I when I'm on the receiving end of those questions, I answer them truthfully. 
Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like if somebody asks me, dang, dude, what's, okay, what you doing next? All right, well, I want to do this, but this is what's holding me up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so I need to get this right to get this. Like, and I, I, and I'll be honest, like, okay, I, I probably got a little lazy on that, but like, it's a couple of things I'm waiting on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm dragging my feet. Or I'll be like, I'm dragging my feet with this, bro. It's just honest. Yeah, I, just I honest. Lie, I'm, I'm BSing. Yeah, yeah. But if you tell me that, if you tell me, you know, if you tell me, I'm like, okay, well, he's working through something. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And people don't even know, like, that just make me more happy when you do do it. Like, man, I know he was had to work through some stuff to get there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, man, I don't want to put nobody's names out there. But, but uh, okay, the long haul, I know we already had an hour. But I like this last sentence. And we we can just touch on friendships a little bit. Then we can wrap it up. I'm so we don't have to do a part three. You have to part three, <laughs> bro. Dang. But I like this right here. It's just the long haul, right? Now, neither of us are, I mean, I'm in a relationship, but I ain't married yet. You know what I'm saying? So, it's, I like this right here. It says, few personality types are keener than protagonists to establish a loving commitment with their chosen partner. They take dating relationships seriously, even in the earliest days of the relationship. Protagonists tend to focus on the long-term potential, and as the relationship matures, they want to do what it takes to bring their potential to fruition. But... This right here, this me, bro. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite things I like to say, I like to say in the beginning, when this is this is not when you talk to a chick, y'all. This is like when y'all together, mm-hmm. like for show, for show, girlfriend, boyfriend, or girlfriend, girlfriend, or boyfriend, boyfriend, or whatever. Them first like two months, three months, I take those months so seriously in a relationship. I do. Because I know that those are the foundation setting things for which your relationship will operate mm-hmm. going forward. Now, for longer term, for longer term relationships, people that see each other, it might be that first year. You know what I'm saying? But you can only do it a step at a time. <clears throat> so I handle that with so much care because, like it says, I do focus on the long term potential. I'd be like, I don't want to say nothing or do nothing now. I don't want to say that's going to come back to bite me, but like, I don't want us to not be able to have a process for for which we address this type of thing when it happens, if that makes sense. So, here's an example. So, my girl, how uh, <laughs> we put her being inside here? She's going to beat me up. Um, you know, there was a time when she was like, she's better now, but she wasn't happy with her job, right? Mm-hmm. And when she wasn't happy with the job, it was a lot of like low energy. It was a, it was a low energy Part of the relationship You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying uh, And it was kind of like I noticed it That it started bleeding over Like you know what I'm saying It started bleeding over Into like What was happening Between us You know what I'm saying Yeah And I started like <laughs> I actually started doing The protagonist thing And started asking the question Like Okay if you don't like this job What you want to do To get out of it What else you want to do What makes you happy mm-hmm. What is your real goal What is your why You know what I'm saying Yeah and she, you know, sometimes she's like, bro, that's just too many questions to ask right now. I can't answer that right now. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And I was like, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not that I'm trying to, like, make you do something, but I want us to, like, this is obviously something that's bothering you. Mm-hmm. And I remember telling her, telling her this. I was like, we're not going to always like like things that are going on at our jobs if we plan to be together for, for the long term. There could be times where I'm not, I'm not happy at my job, 
you're not having your job. But yeah. this is the first time this is happening in our relationship. So let's find a healthy way to deal with it. So when it happened again, we know what we got to do. Yeah. So I try to put those type of things in place. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'd be looking at, I guess I'd be taking everything too serious, but I know everything has ramifications and things linger. Yeah. So I'd be trying to address that stuff right there. I'd be trying to find a good, helpful way to resolve it. So in the future, we can resolve it in a healthy way. You know what I'm saying? Like if you get mad at me and I get mad at you and then we just stop talking and we yell, is that just how we going to handle every dispute? Like I don't want that. You know what I'm saying? I don't want that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I try my best to avert that by, you know, okay, let's talk about it. Let's take a day away from each other. Don't talk to each other for a day. Come back together when we cool. You know what I'm saying? Things like that. But I just be trying, bro. Just, yeah, I'm about to say. <laughs> <laughs> you I broke just, that one down, man. I just be trying, bro. I just be trying. Uh, you know, and, you know, I, I, I think this is something that everybody, I just think that's healthy. You know, that's just yeah. healthy. And it happens in friendships, too. Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? Like, me and you, we had disagreements, but, like, we've been able to talk about, okay, this is what you did. Okay. Cool. This is what I thought I was doing, mm-hmm. and you talk that out, and you get better understanding. It's you know, I swear it's all about understanding for me. But, but yeah, and I, I mean, kind of just going off that paragraph too. Though. <laughs> I, I do think that's true. Where my it's kind of like you like because I say it all the time. I like once I start to know this quality, I say, okay, can I live with this for the rest of my life? Yeah, like true. I don't think like oh, so mm. you had yourself the hard questions, man. Yeah, because I say I don't, I don't look at certain stuff and be like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. No, I I just be honest with myself and say, "Hey, is this something I can live with for the rest of my life, mm-hmm. and not like just temporarily?" Because you know, I'm not really dating for temporary. You know, mm-hmm, I'm mm-hmm. dating for long term potential. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I ask myself that all the time now. Um, and then kind of going into the next, the last little paragraph of this. <laughs> It's a um, while protagonists certainly know how to enjoy the moment, they also know that love isn't all fun and games. This can be a beautiful thing. Protagonists care about pleasing their partner and their sensitivity helps them tune into their partner's shifting moods and desires. As long as they don't lose track of their own needs, people with this personality type can enjoy incredibly rewarding relationships that are founded on trust, mutual support and honesty. And of course, love. Yeah, I think, like I said, I think that's the same, the thing, too, is, like, the mutual support. Like, you know, like, I feel like I'm naturally, like I said, I'm naturally a help, helpful person. I'm naturally, like, if I enter your life and mm-hmm. your issues, I'm naturally trying to help you with those. But, like, I feel like that's where it could be draining or, or like, I neglect mm-hmm. myself when my partner not interested, you know, not supporting me the same way I'm supporting them. And we just... Supporting them and pouring into them, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. And I feel like you know that can be what kind of deter things at times. Well, you know, so, so I know sometimes when not my bad when I, I when I explain this type of thing that's going on in this paragraph, it comes off as bleak. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't hope for a better day, but yeah. I do. But I know that bad days will happen. Yeah, so I'm not like ignoring it. Yeah, I think my thing is, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like I'm not anticipating the bad, 
but I know life gone life. Yeah. But I'm going into everything with a positive, optimistic attitude, so I don't attract that energy. Mm-hmm. Or that way, when something do happen, it ain't like. It overwhelming ain't, yes. or send me spiraling it just I yeah. compartmentalize that stuff it's like no that's that little small issue but in the grand scheme of life it's good you know yeah, it's good rather than that one thing you making a, a mountain out of an anthill you know come on now come on now and now that's just becoming like you think it's just just gonna ruin your life and it's just super intense like it's not that serious mm-hmm. but no I, like I said I don't wait and anticipate problems like Ooh, I'm waiting. I know something's going to happen. We're going to have some type of issue. It's like, no, I'm going into it with an optimistic attitude, but I'm not naive and no mm-hmm. life going life. But I'm going, like I say, live in the moment and enjoy, you know, the times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was just romantic. <laughs> <laughs> I about to say, that's just that one section, bro. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm finding that this little um, thing that we're doing right here, it is... It's like it covers a lot of a, a lot of different topics and kind of explores like the, the 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 thought process that somebody with this type of personality type would have for them. Mm-hmm. And I I gotta say that I've been agreeing with most of it. Yeah, I actually have. I was kind of surprised by that because I figured mm-hmm. I would probably be like ah, or it's just like it's very some, vague general yeah. stuff that everybody would. But they agree get with. into it, bro. Yeah, they get into it. I guess we can, you know, we're going to go ahead and touch on friendships a little bit. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Friendships, connecting with other people makes protagonists feel alive and purposeful. It's no surprise that, it's no surprise then that they are anything but apathetic about friendships. Uh, protagonists put sincere, dedicated effort into staying close with their friends. For their personalities, friendships are far from expendable or insignificant. Instead, they're a key component of a life well lived. 100%. Yeah. 100% uh, <clears throat> for me. 100% right here. Yeah, I, I would agree. Um, like I said, I think the thing is, too, it's like the fact that I've kind of, you know, kind of went through life, explored life, met different types of people. That's why I feel like I appreciate the people more in my life. Yeah. Because. People, you know, finding good people that you connect with on a lot of different levels isn't a dime a dozen, mm-hmm. you know, like that's very rare. So, like, mm-hmm. the people that I do have in my life, I do value them and appreciate them because I know mm-hmm. this isn't easy to find. Mm-hmm. So, this third sentence right here, it says, <laughs> protagonists put sincere, dedicated effort into staying close with their friends. That resonates with me so much because a lot of the friendships that I have, you know, you being one, my coed. You know, Earlton, who's been on here, my brother. These are friendships that I've been having for, like, 15-plus years. Yeah. See, some people 20. Jacoy is, like, since birth. You know, that's tw- I've been knowing Jacoy since I was born, so 28 years for him. But anyway, I appreciate you guys <clears throat> because you guys were able to still rock with me even though I was growing up and maturing. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? There was a version of Jew. She was two in in oh nine that five's not the same, you know. Yeah. Some things have changed. I'm about to say, and that's the incredible part when you can like grow with people because that's like when normally, you know, people that you know y'all were friends, but y'all just literally just grow apart. Mm -hmm. But it's very rare when you can actually grow with people, you know, Mm -hmm. because that's not common at all. No, it's not. And I think what kind of sorry to jump back in, but. 
what kind of stuck out to me was like when they said they put sincere, dedicated effort to staying close yeah. with their friends. Because yeah, I'm not gonna lie, I'm the main one that reach out in most of my relation, like most of my friendships. I'm the one that call them and mm-hmm. keep in contact with them and maintain mm-hmm. that level yeah, of uh, yeah, yeah, you do, yeah, you do. I be making my phone calls. Yeah, man. yeah, 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 you do, yeah, you do, yeah, you do, yeah, you do. And I mean, I like this um, because, like, in some of that dedicated effort that I've that I've learned is from like watching you and how you do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I picked up on that. Um, just going down here. It says a wealth of perspective. I like this one. I read this one earlier. It says free. I said free. Few personality types can match protagonists sincere desire to get to know people. For protagonists, discovering someone's quirks and opinions and hopes and follies is one of the life's purest pleasures. Most protagonists can't help but be fascinated by other worldviews, even those which they wholeheartedly disagree. Encountering a wet perspective is what keeps life interesting for these types. Man, when I tell you, this is what, <laughs> this is what, like, this is, I get so much out of just listening to what each one of y'all be having to say on a daily basis. Like, Cause like that really be how y'all think. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it was more so like, you know, it was kind of like intensified when we were all together in high school. Cause mm-hmm. we all just be sitting in the room playing, you know, playing the game. And <laughs> you got you with, you got you with your ideology. You got your over here. You got boot over here. You got coop over here that say the things he's saying. I'd be like, I guess I never looked at it like the, the amount of times I said that about to myself. I said, I, I guess I never looked at it like that. Yeah. And, and, and you know, <laughs> I, I enjoy that thoroughly. And like, yeah, that, I'm like I said, when they say you can't help but be fascinated by others' worldviews, mm-hmm. even when the O's, because I was thinking about, I was telling somebody this recently. I was like, I was like, man, that's wild. I want you hear stuff like that. I was like, I'm gonna be honest with you. I've been hearing stuff that I don't agree with My whole wholeheartedly <laughs> for ten plus years. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't agree with a lot of thoughts and yeah. ideas that people, you know, yeah. but you know, everybody yeah. got different perspectives. Yeah, and and what makes me even more intrigued is like, I want to know, like, how did you get? There? Yeah, like, how did you mm. get there? Like. You know, I live with my brother my whole life. And I still ask him, like, how did you even get to that thought? Because that's my thing. It's like, I don't have to agree. You just got to show me how you got there personally. Yeah, and I'm going to understand. I mean, I'm going to respect it. And I'm going to respect if it. If you just say just because, no. No. But if you walk me through your thought process, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm going to respect it if nothing else. Mm-hmm. I may not, I not agree, mm-hmm. but I'm going to respect it. If, as long as you can explain to me how you get to your mm-hmm. whatever, <clears throat> your yeah. end. Yeah, yeah. I can respect it. I don't have to agree. I might even be entertained by it. And um, just figuring out somebody's like, like story and what their past has, you know, manifested into the person that they into that they are today, and hearing about that, and hearing that story, and understanding why they are and what they do, I, I just find that so intriguing. You know what I mean? And enlightening too. It kind of gives me a little energy because it's like. Cause I do a lot of thinking. I do a lot of questioning. I do mm-hmm. a lot of questioning of myself, of life, and just to hear somebody else's interpretations. I think about that. I used to tell. I tell people all the time. Like when I be laying down at night, well, I just replay all the conversations I had. Yeah. Like I could just go through. Like I'm like, man, that boy really said he put 
cheese on his wife. You know what I'm saying? That's something uh, he's been doing his whole life. And I'd be like, all right. I used to do that. Like when we were more always together, I would have to, I would literally have to do that at the end of my day. Yeah. Just go through every conversation. Go, yeah. I'm like, wait, he said what? Oh, that was. Yeah. I mean, I made, I was like, huh? Yeah. He said that? Yeah. Oh my God. And you know, it stuck with me if I brought it up the next, like, hey, bro, there, yesterday you said, what was that about, bro? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it don't be like, from a place of trying to like clown somebody, be like, no, I'm trying to understand it because I actually thought it was intriguing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so, you know, that's how I, I just love that first paragraph. Uh, and then uh, the next paragraph said, that said, most protagonists find it difficult to respect anyone who takes shortcuts, Ooh, yep. disrespects others, or refuses to challenge the status quo. Instead, they find it easiest to connect with people who share their. Core ideas, particularly their commitment to doing the right thing and leaving the world better than they found it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then said also just to go ahead and get this last part out. Um, it is with these closest friends that the protagonists truly open up sharing their vulnerabilities mm-hmm. and their more precious dreams for their lives. Their, these personalities maintain warm, caring and supportive connections with many people. But they tend to show their full selves, including their insecurities, only to an inner circle of friends who have earned that trust. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like this one. Yeah, I like this too. one because I definitely agree. I don't really yeah like deal def- with people that's always listening, looking for shortcuts. Mm-hmm. Now it's disrespecting fun. others, or yeah, I I hundred percent uh-huh. see that, that first scene is is just like the explanation when I'm like, man, I already rock with that dude like that. Yeah, it's probably because of that first sentence. You know, what I'm saying I can't respect them because they take shortcuts, they disrespect others, and they refuse to challenge. You know what I mean? Like yeah. people that that's kind of just people that just like is trying to like get over or just like laying down. Like, well, you ain't gotta do that, bro. Like, yeah, there's so much more to life to that can be obtained if you just try. You know, yeah. that's really what, you know, if you just try mm-hmm. a little bit, you can get a lot more, you know, than what you're yeah. dealing with now. And and, I, and I've and i had some run-ins with some people that, that acted like that and, and had that type of personality, you know, disposition. And I was just like, man, bro, it's kind of hard for me to even, like, be around you when you're like this. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And, and, and it, it, it's, it's messed up, but it's like, bro, I, I can't be around it. Like, I can't wallow in your sorrow with you. You know what I'm saying? So... Let me yeah. get let me get out the way. You know what I'm saying? Then, um, what was it? Oh, okay. This last sentence at the bottom it says, "These personalities, you know, maintain warm, can support connection with many people, but they tend to show their full selves, including including their insecurities, only to an inner circle of friends who have earned their trust." Now, this is true with me because I'm a, I'm a so I'm a more of an extroverted person. I talk to everybody, mm-hmm. but I don't tell everybody the same thing. If that mm. makes sense. Like, I, I talk to everybody, but I don't tell everybody the same thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, like, I talk to this person for an hour. I talk to Ed for an hour. But what I tell Ed is going to be way different from what I tell this other person. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And, and that just comes from, like, me trusting somebody like yourself and, you know, all our friends. Like, yeah. these people see me vulnerable. They see me grow. That's what I was saying earlier. Like, they see me me mature and make mistakes and bump my head and and mess up and get back up and mm-hmm. and uh so there's a total totally different understanding that an ed has opposed to uh whoever yeah. whoever else you know so I know I can give this to you 
And it's going to be regarded with care. Like, okay, mm-hmm. dang, okay. You're going to know what that means to me. Somebody else going to be like, oh, that, that, he just wild. Yeah. He's stupid. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I don't need that. I don't need that. That's yeah. thing, you know, so. I think that's my thing, too, because I know, like, I'm <laughs> more so a reserved person, and I'm very, like, I, yeah, I just mm-hmm. kind of give out very yeah basic. Yeah. Take, here, take this information. Just cordials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a little small talk, yeah, you know. Yeah. It'll feel good, but you ain't going to really take nothing <laughs> from it. But nah, but it's it's true, though, because with my inner circle, man, I shoot. I just, yeah, I, about to say, you begin, I tell it all. Yeah, my my it thoughts, up. things that's upsetting me, fears, insecurities. People might laugh at it and think it's a joke. But yeah, yeah. Nah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. really going through that, yeah. but okay, we can laugh about yeah, it. Yeah. Okay. No, that's really happening. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's so true to me. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's definitely how I approach that. Um, mm-hmm. And I, and I like what it said, they find it easiest to connect with people who share it. Like, if you share like, Ed, if you tell me something deep to you that's that's important to you, I always have the 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 propensity to try to connect with you. Like, man, like, it ain't even got to be about that, but I know how I feel to tell somebody something that's close to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. So I'm not going to treat that with, you know, just whatever. I'm going to yeah, be cautious about that. To handle it yeah, with yeah, care. handle mm-hmm. it with care. So, so. And then it says, uh, through thick and thin, uh, Protagonist be to be among the best friends anyone can wish for, kind-hearted and trustworthy. People with this personality type dedicate incredible amounts of energy and attention to their friendships, like you what you're calling. <laughs> they want their friends to feel not merely validated but supported, not merely heard but understood. Um, here we go. Then it's like this last part. Um, they can also be trusted to show up in ways both large and small, whether by taking time after a grueling day at work to help a friend spoofs up their resume or by putting together a weekend long destination birthday party for a friend who needs a boost. Nothing makes protagonists happier than seeing the people they care about doing well. And few things can stop them from trying to make, help make that happen. So, yeah, yeah, that's, that's it. <laughs> I must say, I wholeheartedly agree. I tell people all the time that I'm their best friend, not they best friend as in closeness, but mm-hmm. like, I'm the best friend you have. <laughs> like as far as being supportive and stuff. Cause if anybody ever like none of my friends got something going on. Yeah. You show up. Yeah. I'm going to be there to support man. Yeah, Gotta yeah. support the home team. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, I'm just big on it. Like I said, I think a lot of that come from like, you know, a great loving home and mm-hmm. then to like playing sports and there's always being that camaraderie. Mm-hmm. That's why I always like when I be posting stuff that my friends be doing, I always say the home team, mm-hmm. gotta support the home team, mm-hmm. home team. Cause it's like, mm-hmm. I really feel like it's a team and like mm-hmm. the team is always better as a whole when everybody is doing better individually. Mm-hmm. And I used to always say this to myself too. It's like, in my, in my friend group, I always want to be doing the worst. Cause mm-hmm. if I'm doing the worst, then I know everybody else yeah, is doing, doing really good. good. Mm-hmm. I like that. That's a bar. I like this last sentence they want their friends to feel not merely validated but supported. Now, I take that. That's like the type of friend I am. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm going to listen to you, and you might be giving me a lot of – you might be giving it up, you know, a lot of pause, a lot of information, a lot of feelings and things like that. But I don't want to just be like an echo chamber for you. I'm actually going to be like, bro, like, no, I feel you, mm-hmm. but let me support you in a way that's going to help you Get better or turn it around for you. Yeah, let's go get something to eat. Or let's go. You want to go get a bottle? Let's just let's go get a bottle. You know, you want to mm-hmm. play the game? Come on, let's go play the game. Like, uh, just giving you that space to to work your stuff out in front of me and and not make you feel judged or make you feel dismissed or anything like that. You know that that's welcome to me. 
And then that all gonna, it ain't always got to be like in person, even in our group message. Like somebody will say something, I'd be like, dang, nobody said nothing. Okay, let me at least say, oh, that's what's up, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like if somebody say something and the message be sitting there, I'd be like, no, at least bro. like that Yeah at something. least At least like Or I'll come back Man sorry if I was working But no I feel you on that though Like just those type of interactions And things like that And same thing like you Like if somebody having something Or they family go through something I usually try to reach out You know Shout out to them You know Talk through with them Things like that But Okay, yeah, this this will be our last yeah. portion on yeah, the friendship say, y'all And then we, <laughs> we'll just have to come back With a part three To get to the other parts yeah, of it Yeah, yeah Oh, finding balance. Oh, shoot. I didn't click the wrong thing. I clicked the wrong thing. <laughs> the last part says finding balance. It says, while protagonists enjoy lending a helping hand, they aren't always happy with the results. The truth is that some people don't have the energy or the drive to take full advantage of a protagonist's office to help. Or they simply might not want to. For example, the friend might ignore that the resume advice, or they might decide to kick back and relax instead of using that new resume to send out job applications. Man. I was about to say. <laughs> Man. I done sent some, I done sent some, re- uh, some uh, applications, some jobs to some boys. And <laughs> try to follow up. Say, hey, you apply yet? Nah, nah, bro. nah, nah. Wait, wait. Okay. Okay. Boy, you have to pay for me. When, when this happens, people with the protagonist personality type may feel unappreciated, frustrated, or resentful. They may even become judgmental in an effort to push their friend forward and approach that all too often backfires. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then lastly right here, paradoxically, having a more flexible attitude can guide these types of types to support the people they care about even more effectively. As many protagonists discover, the most enduring friendships are based not only on mutual growth, but also on acceptance, compassion, and genuine respect. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. agree. I agree with that. Um, I think this little clip too was um, this little excerpt where they say, as they may, mm-hmm. as they mature, many protagonists learn to avoid taking their friends' behavior personally. I feel like you had to do. I yes. I, was, I feel uh, like you had to deal with it. Yeah, lot. not taking it personally and yeah. just accepting and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I said. I feel like that. Bro, that yeah, means so true I, for our yeah. for our friend group. I'm about to say yeah. That's that's definitely something I had to learn how to do. Not take people behavior personally and yeah. then just like just accepting people like okay this, him. this yeah. is just him that's what they do yeah. that's him yeah, yeah. it's yeah. it's him like uh-huh <laughs> I, bro it's that don't mean that he don't love me any less oh yeah or it's or, not saying i ain't saying yeah he can't he shouldn't grow or yeah. that it's right i'm just saying <laughs> that's him you know it's funny i've heard you say that exact same thing to somebody like that exact <laughs> sentence to somebody like i ain't saying he can't I'm just saying, this this is what he do. You know what I'm saying? Sam, yeah. So, I've been in a lot of situations where it's like, like, dang, I really tried to help that dude, and he ain't he ain't even, you know what I'm saying? He ain't even give no feedback or nothing. He ain't even tell me thank you. You know what, what? I'm saying? And I'd be like, you know what? I can't take that to the heart. I did what I could do. Mm-hmm. So I got I to gotta wipe my hands with it. Yeah, I always jokingly say to myself, you just, Sometimes you gotta just be the unsung hero, man. You ain't gonna get the credit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just, mm-hmm. just gotta be the unsung hero. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I do feel like like this is all very true with me. Just like, mm-hmm. like I say, it's just about acceptance, mm-hmm. compassion, and just re- genuine respect. At the end of the day, those three words, those three words, it pretty much sums up the friendship. Yeah, I, it know? really does. 
You know what I'm saying? Because it, it, it involves everything like that. And I, I guess I could take this time while we're on, on this part and just say, man, thank you for being a good friend to me, man, because I, I, I haven't always been right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or And I haven't always done, done, done the, what probably would have been the best thing for me. You know what I'm saying? I know sometimes I take on a, a – I do stuff that don't really need to be done, you know what I'm saying, for other people. But that uh, that just be that comparison I be trying to show. But, you know, I appreciate that, you know, since we're here. Man, shoot, since we're here, man. Thank you for you, man. Cause I, <laughs> I know, like, what I am now versus what I started off with. Man. That was a lot to deal with. And you saw the best man, in me. Just, I, I, just me learning empathy and compassion and <laughs> learning about tone and not being callous and cold and. You sit. You sat through a lot, man. Yeah. I got, in my mind, I gotta be extremely pleasant to deal with now compared to what I was. Yeah, people don't. The, the new people in your life don't understand, bro. They don't. I like that boy came a long way. Yeah. When people ask me, I'm like, Nah, he ain't what he used to be. Yeah. yeah he dead. I mean, I don't want to curse, but I'm like, he dang sure ain't what he used to be. Yeah. I've like, been giving y'all credit for that. I be like, man, because that was man. That's when I didn't filter my thoughts. <laughs> it just all flew and. Uh-huh. It wasn't, man. Apparently right here at the end would say, it say uh, they might even become judgmental in the effort to push their friend forward. You used to do that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I, I knew the, 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 genu, the genuine person was at the core. I knew the core. Okay. I saw the core. And I guess that's, you know, you know people say don't date for potential, but I was probably dating for, <laughs> I was dating for potential with Ed for sure. I was dating for potential. Cause I saw oh, the court. Man. I saw enough flashes to say, "No, this dude could be good. He could be a good just, dude." Just a little rough around the edges. Just, isn't it a little straight? Just a little bit of straight. Real, real talk though, man. And and you know what? I, I probably couldn't ask for a better friend and a group of friends that we have. You know, uh, because everybody and two of our friends have done this personality test, and I want to go read their stuff mm-hmm. just to see how they fit in and see how that. Because I'm that type of person, but. Yeah. But anyway, um, if you haven't took the test, man, go go take the test. Let us know what your results are. Yeah, it's really good. It's like really I said, good. they like get into all different types of stuff: the strengths and weaknesses, romantic relationships, mm-hmm. friendships, heck, parenthood, career paths, mm-hmm. workplace habits. Man, they they really uh, get into it. And like I say, we'll probably have to do a part mm-hmm. three to get into the other stuff. I think I think what we might do, I might just keep this as a reference. So when we talk to any talk about any other topics you can say man it touches on this in the you know what i'm saying yeah also for those of you that uh that click the link if you make the profile uh you actually have a profile here on the 16 personalities i guess the 16 groups and they have different little like daily tips daily like um sayings that'll help your day um if you want even more because there's like another level of this because mm-hmm. it says e and f j hyphen a Mm. Or E and F J hyphen T. One one is like aggressive and one is turbulent. I'm aggressive, so I don't know what that means, but I'm gonna dig into that. But if, I'm just saying to say that there's so many different levels to this. And if you enjoy this, man, just check it out, bro. Just check it out. And with that being said, it's episode fifty four. Oh. Yeah, for the transferable experience podcast. Hey, we got a lot coming, man. We got a lot of good episodes coming. Just to let y'all know, stay oh, yeah. stay tuned, man. We about to have a great. Spring and summer. This is going to be a great spring and summer for the TEP, for sure. Till next time. Oh, hold on. I ain't got this. I got the song for it. I got a fresh plate.
He said he came from Jamaica. He owned a couple acres, a couple fake visas, cause he never got his papers. Gave up on love, fucking with them heartbreakers. But he was getting money with the movers and the shakers. He was mixed with a couple things, bore like a couple rings, bricks in a condo, and grams to sing sing. Left arm, baby mother tatted. Five year bid up north when they ratted. Anyway, I felt them, helped them, put them on lock, seat belt them, took them out the Belgium. Welcome, bitches this pretty, that's seldom. This box better than the box he was held in. I'm on my D in the outer. I call him Daddy like doubters. He like it when I get drunk, but I like it when he be sober. That's top of the top, but I never fuck with beginners. I let them play with my pussy, then lick it out of his fingers. 